This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollock. Missouri legislators are back from spring break and now a mad dash to balance the budget, figure out I-70, and where we stand with transgender health care for children. Elisa Nelson and Marshall Griffin will join me in studio to preview the second half. We'll also hear from a world-class trumpeteer who got his start in Jefferson City. Missouri is riddled with sinkholes. New ones are constantly being discovered. One person actually drove into one in the Kansas City area a few weeks back. To get a better understanding of how they form and just how common they are, Cameron Connor is here with University of Missouri geology professor Martin Apold. The sinkhole is, is basically just a place where, as the name suggests, the land has, has collapsed into an underlying hole and underground in the subsurface. And the reason they form is because the, the rock, the bedrock below the land surface, has uh, dissolved away by groundwater. So sinkholes tend to form mainly in limestone rock. Uh, they can form in a few other kinds of rocks, like uh, what we call evaporite rocks, like salt, but those are much more, much less common. So limestone is the main kind of rock in which sinkholes can form, and we have a lot of limestone around in the central United States, including in Missouri. And from that, you say that it's very common from rock like limestone, and there happens to be, to my understanding, a lot of that in Missouri. So I'm assuming these sinkholes right. are pretty common in the state. Yes, uh, although not not homogeneously distributed. So there are certain parts of the state that have them more frequently or more commonly than, than others. Around us, around Columbia, there's a, there's a trend of sinkholes uh, that's kind of on the west side of town that goes up over by kind of Gillespie Bridge Road up through Rocheport. And there's, I think, the largest sinkhole in the state is really close to the uh, to the uh, I-70 bridge over the Missouri River. So um, so you see many more sinkholes in that area than in other parts of the state uh, that, that also have limestone. So uh, limestone is one ingredient. So another factor that you need to have is uh, is uh, kind of one thing that helps make the sinkholes form is some kind of preparation of the of the bedrock, perhaps through, through some pre-existing fractures or zones in the rock that are more permeable that allow groundwater to flow through. Groundwater is the agent that, that ultimately causes the sinkholes to form because it dissolves away the limestone over time. Okay, and for those of you just now tuning in, this is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Cameron Connor. We are here speaking with Martin Appold. He is a professor at the University of Missouri in the geology department, and we're giving an educational session on sinkholes, and this comes after an unfortunate accident where a car actually succumbed into a sinkhole as it happened. Martin, when you I'm looking at a map here of sinkholes and like we've been, <laughs> we've been uh -huh. talking about so far, there are quite a few of them here in Missouri and from what I've been reading it right. I think it's approximately 16,000 or so and that's just from the ones that are known and it looks like a majority right. of them from what you already said were in Columbia, but then the second half of the or I mean the the, the lower southern half of the state is where right. it looks like a lot of these reside and also on right. the east side of the state. So right. from what right. we've already been gathering yeah. and describing what exactly why, why in these areas, I guess, if that makes sense, to go a little further? Right. right. So uh, in general, uh, more of the sinkholes form in, in southern Missouri than in northern Missouri. But there is a trend along the Missouri, along the Mississippi River, uh, along northeast and uh, northeastern Missouri as well. So what we have going on, so there's limestone throughout the state, and, and a lot of that limestone is right close to the earth, to the land surface. But in the, in the southern region, there tends to be a bit more topography, which then drives faster rates of groundwater flow which then lead to faster rates of dissolution of the limestone, which then creates the sinkholes. So the sinkholes are basically cavities, 
basically caves, uh, if you will, that, that rise close enough to the land surface that the overlying rock is too thin to support its own weight and then will collapse into that underlying hole. Gotcha. And then for Missourians that are trying to picture this in their head, for these areas, basically <laughs> anywhere you can imagine very large bodies of water is where a lot of these are near, especially when you're talking about the Ozark area and around the Mississippi River and stuff. It looks like, at least from what I am assuming, is that's why there's also a lot more in those areas because of that mixing of ingredients and more water, plus more topography right. with limestone. It equals right. to, to these sinkholes. Okay. Gotcha. Right. And and it's more groundwater that does the work of the of dissolving than the surface water. So underneath the land surface, water is percolating and flowing through little pores, little holes that are in the rock, fractures. And that, over time, because the limestone is will dissolve easily in water, those holes get bigger and bigger. Okay, okay. And I guess just to go back to the definition of a sinkhole itself, just something that's coming to mind from a curiosity standpoint is, so once it's collapsed any sort of ground in general, is that when it is defined as a sinkhole or any time that the ground in general or the area is jeopardized of ha that happening is right. considered one? Yeah, no, that's a good question. So I have, once once the, the, the collapse has actually occurred, then that would be considered when the, the, the sinkhole. So there are certainly many areas that are that are at risk of, of forming sinkholes. But until the, the collapse actually happens, it's not yet considered a sinkhole. OK, got it. That, that was going to be my follow up question. So there, there's a, a lot of potential out there for there to be a heck of a lot more in the state. Correct. Right. And over time, they can kind of fill in with other sediment and soil and, and debris and kind of fill in. So they don't, aren't always permanent features in the long term. So some more of these, I guess, I don't necessarily want to say a geologic family that sinkholes rely into, but I'm assuming it's technically related to things like caves and springs and such of that nature. Correct. Correct. They, they are. So all those kind of are grouped together in what we call karst topography, which means a, a landscape that's been altered by limestone dissolution, uh, which involves the formation of sinkholes, the formation of caves, and springs tend also to be more commonly associated or more common in that kind of a landscape. Okay, got it. And just to give a general direction, so... We already know that for listeners out there that are listening to Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri, that sinkholes can be big enough that a whole car can can fit in them, but <laughs> they can be a lot smaller or, in a lot of cases, a right. heck of a lot larger, right? <laughs> right. So they vary uh, widely in size, so from small features that are no more than a few feet across to many you know, tens of, of yards, hundreds of yards in some cases, the biggest ones uh, across in diameter. So, yes, they, they, they vary quite a bit in, in their diameter. So for Sometimes some, it can be very deep, too. Yes. Yes. By deep, how deep are we talking? Are we talking 50 feet, 100 feet, more than that? Yeah, I'd say that'd be on the, on the higher end. So in Missouri, that would probably be a, the, the deepest ones would be kind of on that of, of that scale, and they can be shallower. So and here locally in Columbia, one good place to see sinkholes and karst topography in general would be Rock Bridge State Park. So the Rock Bridge itself and, and the caves that are there. And, and the depressions that are on the land surface, that's all, all this, this karst process, dissolution of limestone by, by flowing groundwater. Okay. And for, can a lot of these sinkholes, I guess, happen spontaneously, like all of a sudden the right domino effect happens and it can cause this massive amount of land or small amount of land to cave in? Or is it something that's always an integral process? How exactly does the timetable work? Yeah, so I think it, it is pretty common for them to collapse all of a sudden. Uh, you may see some some uh, some slumping, some depression that's taking place, 
but it is pretty common for them for there to be a, a sudden collapse over a period of, of seconds, basically, where the where the hole then really forms. Okay, wow. No, this but is in some cases, it can be more drawn out. For areas that I guess that you commonly work with with sinkholes, I don't know how commonly you with with your research work with them per se. But what maybe what are some other areas around the state that are I guess statewide nature events that Missourians can go out and see? kind of like a Rockbridge State Park around the state. Do you have any of those examples where people could go see these? Yeah, so I think here locally in, in Columbia, Rockbridge State Park would be a good example. It's pretty common to see them in the, in the throughout the Ozark region in the, in the southern half. So I'd say uh, another good place to see some pretty impressive karst topography would be Hahatonka Park. Uh, Springfield, Missouri, there, there, there's a lot of, uh, there are a lot of sinkholes around there. So if, I know a few years ago, there were a number of sinkholes that formed around the Nixa area outside of Springfield. Uh, so there were some, some serious problems there with sinkholes. Missouri is definitely one of those states that from a geologic perspective is <laughs> fascinating in so many different ways. Yes. I'm, I'm glad that we can have an educational sure. session like this for so many of these interesting events, because it also not only... I guess maybe when people think of sitting holes, it might be a terrifying thing like this can happen at any moment. But in all reality, it's more of just like a, a wonder of Missouri that you can go out and see. Martin, thank you so much yeah. for this oh. session on it. Is, is there any other important information that you have for us about sinkholes or about maybe some common signs of them happening or anything that can come to mind? Well, I think if, if you have uh, if you're interested in purchasing land or building on some land where you think that would, that would be a risk, it definitely would be worth hiring a, a, a professional, an engineer, to come out and, and evaluate the land. Um, you know, there, there are plenty of limestone terrains, uh, landscapes that are stable and aren't at risk of, uh, of, of sinkhole formation, but, but they're, they're common enough. And if there are some in the area, then there's a good chance that more will form. So I would definitely have it checked out. All right. And once again, this has been Professor of Geology at the University of Missouri, Martin Apple. We've been talking about sinkholes today. And Martin, thank you so much for your time here on Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri.